Hey guys, welcome to You The Boss Podcast, episode nine. I'm your host, Pam. Welcome back for those of you who have been with me since the beginning. And hello to anyone who's listening for the first time. Welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about handling post-pandemic stress. Now, while I'm recording this, we are still in the pandemic, so some of this kind of still applies. Some of this is going to be, um, yes, informational and some information that I want to share with everyone and and also some things that I'm going to be incorporating myself and and I just want to bring some firsthand knowledge to everyone, um, kind of how I'm handling things. So I want to put it, you know, at the very beginning that, you know, the last 12, 13 months have been very interesting for everyone on the planet, literally. Um, I think we've all learned that we are so interconnected and we are so important to one another. And literally what you touch at some point, someone else touches and so your life affects someone else. And I think in this last year, we've we've learned so much about that, but we've we've also kind of began to maybe understand some things that you know, we were ignoring before all of this. You know, sometimes um, when I sit and think about, you know, what have I learned in this last year or what have I experienced that maybe I wasn't paying attention to before all of this. And I feel like, you know, I feel like it's it's brought a lot of things forward. It's brought a lot of things to to the front of the line, per se. And... I think it's important to to really harness some of that and, and pay attention to it and also learn from previous mistakes on things that we were doing or allowing or letting ourselves kind of feel. And I also want to bring forth that I know some people are going back to work. Some people are going back into the office, maybe you haven't left the office at all, maybe you haven't had time off during the entire pandemic. Um, maybe you're a little bit anxious or stressed about gathering in bigger groups, um, attending events with more people, or just simply adjusting to things going from so uncertain to maybe a little more certain now. I want to let you know that you're not by yourself. You're not you're not in a situation where you're the only person that's going through this or maybe you're overanalyzing or maybe you feel so exhausted and you don't want to say anything because everyone else is exhausted and like I don't want to be that person that makes it about me kind of scenario. I want to let you know that your feelings are valid. I want to let you know that you should feel those feelings. I think that we have a lot of opportunity as a generation to change many things going forward. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you don't know me personally, I do want to let you know that I take myself to be an optimistic person. If you know me personally, you know this also. Um, I'm always going to find the sugar and the salt, even for myself. I Even if you hear me make a dark joke to kind of get through it, kind of accept it, kind of talk about it, you will hear me 
find the sugar and the salt. And the reason that is, is, you know, everything is, I recently heard something that, that said from another podcast I listened to that said, everything is figure outable. And that has over the last few days, I've really been like, wow, that is so profound. Like, that's so amazing. Um, so just kind of reining that back in, you know, your feelings are valid and, and, you know, you, you should seek professional help at, at some level. Like, I think if you don't already have a therapist, I think you should look into getting one, myself included. I'm in, I'm in the process of, of kind of getting down to the nitty gritty of, of going to a therapist. Um, I know that that's, that's a very bold move to put myself out there and, and say that. Um, but I want to, to be the best me that I can be. And I can't be that with an old version of myself. So I encourage you that you should talk to someone. And if you just go to a therapist and, and you just go to let somebody listen to you and then like there's kind of no advice, there's nothing happening, I encourage you to explore other methods as well. Just because therapy should be healing, it should not just be you talking to a wall because you can do that at any time. I want to also say that because you're not alone, you you should also start working through that fear of feeling like you are alone because that stemmed from before the pandemic and now it's just brought it through the forefront. I I do want to share a couple of apps. Um, these are not sponsored. I don't have any connections with these apps. These are just one or two that ha- I've been using, one or two that I'm learning about and want to use, and some that I've just read up a little bit on. So there is the app called Calm and Headspace. Those are to be like meditation apps. Um, I haven't used those. I used one that starts with a T and I I got it from my job. I can't remember the name of it, Um, but it's guided meditation. If you're more of a writer, if you're, you're more of a person that likes to type things out and type your emotions out and just maybe save it for you to read later or just put it into a space and kind of let it go. I have used Day One Journal. It's an app. I originally downloaded it on my Mac, and it's phenomenal because it gives you writing prompts, and you can also write on your own, and, and I think that's great. Um, my favorite kind of solution to to handling some of the anxiety, some of the uncertainty, some of the I'm going back to work and I don't know how to handle this after a year of being inside um, exercise, eat good. Um, I know the recommended is eight hours of sleep, but to be honest, sometimes six or seven does it, you know, drink a lot of water. I've found hydration is like good for your skin, good for your body and like really good for your energy. So, um, definitely water, and exercise. Now, when I say exercise, I don't mean start lifting and going to the gym six days a week. Like, that's not realistic, um, especially with we're still in the pandemic, right? So you have to go to the gym with a mask. And, like, for me, that doesn't work. Um, the weather is getting nicer in northern New Jersey. So get outside. Um, walk. Enjoy the sunshine. Enjoy the days that it's not raining. 
And with these specific meditation apps, when I started meditating, I thought it was kind of weird um, because it was just sitting with headphones on for 15, 20 minutes. And it's actually a practice that I started towards the end of um, when my mom was living me with me for a little while um, after her stroke. I was meditating in the morning um, that first 15, 20 minutes to kind of decompress and get the day started and, and make sure I was on my A game um, while I was taking care of her. And then then I found that I was doing it at night and I was like falling into like a deep sleep better. Um, if you're intimidated by that, if you're intimidated by meditation, I encourage you to just sit in silence with your phone on Do Not Disturb for a minute at a time. And then after, you know, work yourself up to five minutes and work yourself up to 15. And then, you know, however you want to do what you want to do. Um, I think it's a great place to kind of really ground you, but also allow you to listen to yourself. And and that's that's another part of, of this episode that I want to say, you know, I think what this pandemic has done um, for me is it shut off a lot of noise. It turned up a lot of backfeed. And what I mean by backfeed is it is brought forward for me different things that I need to work on, different things that I value, and different things that I have realized that I love about myself. Um, you know, they, a very like big trendy thing is like self-love and like let's fall in love with ourselves. And like, I don't think people really truly know what that means. Heck, I mean, to be honest with you, sometimes I don't even know what that means. It is not, at least from what, what I'm understanding, it's not just loving yourself on the days that you look and feel great. It's also reminding yourself on the days that you don't feel good, on the days that you're more tired, on the days that you took a little too much on. It's also reminding yourself that I love me. And because I love me, I'm recognizing that I got to take a second and do what I need to do here and then move forward. I think a lot of that noise being shut off, a lot of like the commute to work, the commute after work, the commute to this, the commute to that. Because so much of that has gone virtual, I feel like we're able to listen so much more to those needs, right? Where, you know, before, I, I can speak from experience, before I was like, oh my God, I need to spend my day cleaning, I need to spend this because I don't have this because I have that. And, and it was like, if you could even understand me there, it was like a, it was like a tornado, like all the time. Like I was, I don't like, I don't like to rush anywhere, but I was always, and while and that was me snapping in, in case you're not watching the, the video, in case you're just listening to me on one of the platforms. Um, I was constantly on the go, constantly moving, constantly rolling. And like, don't get me wrong. I still feel like I thrive in that kind of chaos. Um, there were also days where I was like exhausting myself because I was running around unnecessarily because I needed to, I thought that I needed to do things I needed to get done. And like, if they didn't, it was going to be the end of the world because I was going to be backed up and blah, blah, blah. And like what I what I have learned in this last year is that many things are not urgent. In fact, we make them urgent. You know, deadlines at work are important. 
Making sure you you file your taxes on time, also important. Making sure that your laundry and, and your food is done and, and those different things, they're important, but they should not be made into stress. We make everything into stress. Everything is a go, go, go. Everything is got to get it done, got to get it done. And, and, and you're in the middle of this whole thing and you're creating this stress. And I think it's important to to make sure that we release a lot of that because now some of that is coming back, right? Like, you know, some of us are going back into the office. I worked from home the last six months um, and I went back to work last week and Initially, it was like, oh, you know, it's going to be a change. I got to like wear pants to work. And then, you know, I've been at work now for a week and everyone keeps asking me, like, what's it like adjusting? And I'm like, it's not adjusting at work. Like I can wear my mask. I can socially distance. I can wash my like that part is I'm not going to say easy, but that's part of the checklist. That's part of like what you need to do to make sure you're safe and others around you are safe. Um. But for me, the adjusting is getting home from work because now I'm at this heightened point for a couple hours during the day. And then I got to come down from that like fast from work. And um, I've been I started using the. Again, I'm sorry, I will notate it in, in comments or in the description, the name of the app. I started reusing it again Um to kind of come down from some of that, um, to, to really start to feel, um, a little bit more relaxed. Um, if you know me, I'll always tell you, I don't know how to relax. I either go to sleep or I'm awake. Like, I don't know how to, how to do one or the other. Um, but I've really started to learn that to really just say, all right, let's, let's take 10 minutes where it's quiet. I'm either reading from a good book nonfiction or personal growth, whatever, or I'm sitting, I'm sitting for 10 minutes in complete silence, not looking at my phone, not watching something like literally just silence for 10 minutes because, because I need that. That might be different for you. Your schedule is probably different. You may have kids, you may be taking care of someone, you might have all of these things going on. Um, So I encourage you to really just Take time to reflect on where you were before the pandemic and where you are now and make the necessary adjustments to be a better you. And that kind of leads me to the end of kind of what I want to say today. Um, I think it's important for you to listen to yourself, listen to your body, like um, a trainer that I follow on Instagram says like listen to your body you know if you want to eat pizza today and like you're like oh my gosh it's not a cheat day eat the pizza eat the pizza and go twice as hard tomorrow tomorrow's another day like don't talk down to yourself don't don't say I was bad today I did this I did that like don't talk down to yourself embrace that like everybody loves a slice of pepperoni pizza or whatever your favorite topping is like um listen to your body Listen to what your mind is telling you because it's telling you what you need. It knows what it needs. The reason that you can't hear it as often is because there's so much noise. 
And again, you know, I the pandemic has definitely brought that out. Remind yourself of all the things that you've done in this last year to not just stay positive, but like what made you feel good? What did you find did it for you? What gave you that little lift that you needed when we were like coming on the summer and the malls still weren't open and the only thing that was open was a supermarket and Target and you're like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed, what else can I order from Amazon? Listen to those parts of yourself and I want to encourage you to make a habit in in one or two different areas of your life, one of them being um, for your physical body, you know, whether that's exercising, walking, um, just running up and down the stairs a couple times a day. And make sure that you're listening to your mind. And, and the best way that you can do that is just closing closing all the tabs that are open. Or actually, turn the computer off. Put it on sleep mode for 10 or 15 minutes every day. If it works in the morning for you, great. If it works at night for you, great. If that works for you in the middle of the day, wherever it works for you, try it. You will feel a sense of responsibility to yourself when you make that a habit, but also you will find that your body and your mind is talking to you and telling you, hey, thanks for shutting the noise off for a few minutes today. I really needed that. I'm a much, I showed up in a different way today because I did that. Thanks for taking that walk with me today because I really needed that. I encourage you to just start one day at a time. And I'll be posting about it later this week on my Instagram about what I did this week to release a little. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. But I'm excited to share that with you. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm Boss Lady Pujols. Uh, Pujols is spelled P-U-J-O-L-S. And I want to end this episode by dedicating it to my dad, who last week um, made 12 years of having passed away. Um, I wouldn't be half the woman I am if it wasn't for him. And with that, I want to say thank you for listening. Come back again next week for another episode of You the Boss Podcast.